Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshopeuse. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. Today, we meet Jakob Knudsen, co-founder and CEO of Butter. For those of you who don't know Butter, this is the platform to prepare and run remote workshops without worrying about switching in your sessions between Miro or Mural, YouTube and so on. It takes the stress out of the technical side of things for you and your clients as everything is done directly in Butter. But honestly, Butter is much more than a platform. It's also an incredible community of people passionate about facilitation. Three sessions twice a week moderated by an incredible community manager, Anna Maria Dorgo, and the possibility for you to replay the session on the YouTube channel. So Jacob will tell us how he founded Butter, with who, and of course, we will talk about the platform, the community, and facilitation. Let's go. Hey, Jacob. Hey, so good to see you. <laughs> yes, I'm very happy to have you here on the podcast. How are you? I'm okay. I'm I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm coughing a little bit these days. You know, like it's uh, it's cold in Denmark, so uh, <laughs> everyone's getting the flu and stuff. It's so yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah, it's so cold. We need to go to the Christmas market to have warm wine, blue wine. Yeah. Glue vine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you are the co-founder and CEO at Butter, mm -hmm. a platform to prepare, run and recap funny and interesting collaborative sessions. Mm -hmm. And around this platform, there is a huge community meeting every week, mm -hmm. right? Several times a week sometimes. There is also a valuable YouTube channel, which really is an encyclopedia for each facilitator who wants to learn and get more mm -hmm. skills. Um, I was in a live session last week called Identity as a Connection Channel, mm -hmm. and it really made fun and was so interesting to meet other people uh, who are doing the same. So, but before we talk about facilitation and the better platform, I would really like you to talk a little bit about your background. Mm -hmm. Since I've seen on your LinkedIn, I stalked a little Ooh. bit. <laughs> I've seen that you've been working a time long in Indonesia as a managing director and group director. Maybe you can give us a little insight of your journey and how you came to facilitation. Yeah, sure, Natty. Uh, I mean, it's a, I've been a little bit around the block, I'd say. Um, so I started out my my career way back in in strategy consulting in in something called uh, that's now called Bain Company in, in the Nordics. Uh, was there for close to four years. So that was kind of, I think, my introduction to. Workshops and facilitation started very much there. I remember my very first project was also a, a very large workshop project for a, for top management in a, I think they were like an insurance company, a large change insurance company. Um, so that was kind of how I 
I got started into workshopping. And after having been in consulting for those four years, I got the opportunity to go to, as you say, to Indonesia uh, to build the local arm of a um, of regional digital marketing agency. So went out there in late 2014 by myself. Hadn't been to Indonesia before. In Jakarta, no? In Jakarta, yeah, exactly, yeah. I was there in 2019. Ooh, Crazy. Yeah. yeah. What were you we doing in Jakarta awesome. in uh, 2019? <laughs> I, I, I was there with my musicians. We made like three, three and a half we, uh, weeks backpacks from Jakarta to Semarang <laughs> to an island called Karamunyava. So, yes, oh. I, it was my first touch with Indonesia. And you know the country. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely place, but Jakarta is a, it's a, it's a bit of a crazy city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with two sides. Yep, no? <laughs> very much two sides. Yeah, so, so I got there and then had to start up an agency, uh, mostly by myself. And so that was, a bit, that was a bit crazy. So built up that digital marketing agency out there in, in Jakarta to close to 50 people. Got clients like L'Oreal, Google, Nestle. It's quite quite big clients, and also part of the deliverables that we had there were workshops. So doing digital marketing strategy for many of these large uh, large companies, uh, and, and workshopping our way uh, to to the, the the correct strategy. So I think that was kind of my my second stint in facilitation was going through going through the process out there. We we sold off the the agency to a Japanese uh, Japanese player that wants to go into into Southeast Asia. I went to Hong Kong for a year, lived there, helped start some new markets like Vietnam and Taiwan. But again, I think that was that was kind of my my Asia experience for now. <laughs> so in mid twenty eighteen, I left left for Denmark. Wanted to go more into tech, uh, so so a bit away from selling hours in, in consultancy or facilitation or agency standard to, to building building tech platforms. So started up a startup within game streaming. It didn't really work out, but I met some great people. I also built it as a fully remote company. So started getting a bit of a passion for remote work uh, in, in that space. And when we shut down our previous company in early 2020, we, we said, uh, Chris, uh, Adam, uh, my two co-founders and, and, and myself, that we, we kind of wanted to stick together and we had this, um, this trio of a like a, Chris being um, being a product designer, Adam being an engineer, and myself being kind of a salesperson. And so you had the hipster, the hacker, and the hustler trio. They call it for like starting something new. <laughs> and that was kind of where we said, okay, let's let's do something within remote work. We're really passionate about this, but we didn't know exactly what angle we should take. And that was, and then suddenly COVID struck. Right when we were kind of figuring out, oh, what should we be doing? And we thought, hey, the best way to figure out what angle or what we should be building in terms of remote work would be to talk to users, talk to people that have problems. And right at that time, a lot of companies, a lot of teams suddenly had to work together remotely. They didn't know how to work together remotely. So uh, we thought, hey, let's do workshops and trainings and, and help their way, like, teach our best practices while workshopping our way through their issues and help them through through their issues uh, with remote work. And then we'll probably find something, find some big problems that they face. And that was when we suddenly saw that doing workshops online is, even though I personally had experience with doing hundreds of workshops in, in person, it was super, super difficult. The first of those big issues was the technical overload that we faced 
when we were doing uh, workshops there. So we wanted to make sure that there was a lot of stuff there, of course. But we ended up sitting, you know, opening up breakout rooms. We're using Miro, sending out links. People got lost. We wanted to use Mentimeter. Again, you know, opening up screen share on Mentimeter. It was, it was horrible, right? Uh, so spent so much time focusing on the technology instead of on the participants and on facilitation. Yeah. The second part we thought was it was really hard to get people engaged. It was really get, hard to get people to lean in and, and actually participate in the workshop. And Zoom was not very conducive to to that. I mean, it's a call tool. It's a great call tool, but it was not anything more than that. And that was kind of what got us started with uh, with Butter there in, in, in mid-2020. So the first step you did it was to write to the possible people who would like to have some solutions. So it's a great thing to know because I think as an entrepreneur, I think we have to focus on the challenges. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It means Butter is a young company, mm -hmm. so to say. Mm -hmm. You started in 2020, mm -hmm. like the three of you. And uh, when I see where we are or where you are at the end of 2022 with this huge community, it runs well. So <laughs> could you tell me, because not everybody knows Butter, mm -hmm. and myself, I just uh, discovered Butter, I guess, a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue that it's existing. And now I'm wondering how you could not have seen that. <laughs> for me, it was not very clear. What is the benefits mm. of butter? I had my mirror board. I had Zoom. Mm. So I couldn't understand what are the benefits. And I think you are the best person to explain it. Yeah. So overall, Butter is a video conferencing tool built specifically for workshops and trainings and built specifically for facilitators. And what that specifically means is, um, as I guess all good facilitators know, that facilitation does not start when the session starts. Uh, most mm -hmm. good facilitation starts way before that. It starts in the planning, starts in creating a very strong outline of the session, potentially an agenda, um, starts in preparing all the various tools or events that you want to happen during the session, starts with involving the participants before the session, setting expectations, all of that stuff. Then you have the session itself, which needs to run incredibly smoothly, but needs to interconnect with all the stuff that you prepared beforehand. And then you need to mm -hmm. make sure that all the great things that you've created in the session, they're not forgotten afterwards, but they're actually remembered and, and, and at best implemented in the organizations or in the lives of the individuals that you run the workshops for. That is what Butter does. So in comparison to Zoom is a call tool. You open up a call, then you have a call, then you close it down. That's it. Butter is a, I guess, kind of what you'd call a full workflow tool. So Butter starts way before the session starts. It starts with you setting up the full agenda of the session in there. So pre-planning everything in, in Butter. You're able to pre-plan all the different polls that you want to run. You're able to pre-plan all the different music playlists you want to use, the videos you want to show, the mirror board you want to use. You're able to invite participants in. And all of that stuff is then ready. So when you start running the session, you can simply click Start on the agenda that you've already prepared. And then you can use that as a guideline and you can start all those various polls, the music playlists, everything, just at the click of a button whenever that thing comes up in the session. It also means that we've taken stuff, uh, frequent use tools such as Miro, Mural, that you use often in workshops, and we've integrated them directly in Butter. So instead of sending out a link, you simply click start on that tool as well, and it opens up directly in, in Butter. 
It also means uh, things like breakouts, which are incredibly important for lots of types of workshops. We focused a lot on making basically the best types of breakouts that you can find in any kind of tool and make sure that they work incredibly smoothly. So all of that stuff that happens during the session is so interconnected with everything that's been set up before, so you can focus truly on the facilitation. It also means that all of those things that are created in the session, they're pulled in so you have them after the session as well in super detailed recaps on what happened throughout the session, including, of course, recordings, but also the various tools that we used, the documents that we saved, etc. Butter is all of that. It's a tool. It's a video conferencing tool that's built very specifically to superpower uh, facilitators and to create the best possible workshops. Really bombastic. <laughs> I mean, because if you have only a laptop and uh, you are traveling yeah. and you ha don't have two screens... Yeah then you can run everything from butter. You can click your timer, you can open a video, you can use your mirror board and the people are working into the mirror board in butter. Exactly. So this is really a game changer. Everything that got us started on, on Butter, I mean, you, you also asked to mention the community and I'll get to that in a bit, but we wanted to build it very much together with facilitators. And from the very beginning, after we started building Butter, I think I did over, I did between 30 and 50 interviews a week with facilitators throughout the first half year of building Butter to truly understand what kind of challenges it was that facilitators were, were facing when they were running their workshops online. And I mean, you're mentioning that perfectly, right? I mean, it's almost impossible to run a, a complex workshop while using a say, more generic tool such as uh, Zoom or Teams if you don't have several screens, if you haven't planned everything in almost like separate Excel sheet or whatever. It's just a lot of stuff, right? Whereas Butter kind of condenses all of that into one space. And it also enables you to run that session without you needing three or four co-facilitators that needs you to help set up the breakout rooms and make sure everything works, etc. You can actually run these things on your own. Is Button only used by facilitators or do you have uh, some corporates? Our primary target users are facilitators that run, say, agencies, they're independent facilitators, they run consultancies, but they're very much people that are doing professional services for others, which means that we needed to make sure that Butter works well with corporates because a lot of people are doing workshops with corporates. So it works yeah. very well with inside of corporates that, that even if they have VPNs running and stuff. But we've also seen because, you know, then they experience butter and parts of those organizations then begin using it internally. So we've got customers like Kraft Heinz that are using it internally, Webflow, Canva, DreamWorks. They ran like a three-month workshop course or training course internally on butter as well. So there are quite a lot of corporates that have kind of picked it up and started using it. But it's smaller teams within those corporates. It's not, as you call, wall-to-wall, -wall, like everyone in a corporate using it. It's, it's, it's individual teams within those corporates that are using butter. Free to click the bell to subscribe this podcast on your player. You can also follow me on LinkedIn for more information on facilitation and workshops. So let's talk about the community mm. because I think this is one of the weapon. Do you know how many people are in the community? I think it's upwards to go towards 1500 people at the moment. Yeah. How you build it? Like firstly, before Even beginning, you cannot talk about the butter community without talking about Anne Maria. Like Anne Maria, who's heading up our community, she's absolutely stellar and amazing. And when we talk about us building the community, it's in truth, it's very much her that kind of took it and built it into what's there today. But I would say the community kind of started out very much being this mix of people that I started speaking with back when we started building butter. So 
there aren't too many communities in this world that are built specifically for facilitators. And I think even the discipline of facilitation, it's, it's of course an old discipline, and, but it's a discipline that has become more and more talked about in the recent years. And when we did all the interviews for Building Butter, we spoke with a lot of people that didn't always self-identify as facilitators, but obviously were facilitators. A lot of people in agencies, consultancies, uh, some people in learning and development organizations, a lot of different places. And we started having a lot of conversations with these people on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I would post something and, and discuss something about the way you do workshops with facilitation. And there'd be a lot of conversations about those things on that particular LinkedIn post. Over time or after, I think it was three, a quarter of a year or about a year after we launched Butter, we thought, hey, a lot of people talking about this stuff, let's kind of get them all into one space. And that's when Anne-Maria joined us and kind of created that space and, and took these lots of random people, not necessarily random people, but people from, from kind of different walks of life and pushed them into one space in each one community. And, and that is what became the Butter community. And the Butter community is a community specifically focused on facilitation. So we didn't build the Butter community because we wanted people to talk about Butter. No, we built the Butter community because we wanted people to talk about facilitation. And of course, we believe that Butter is the best tool to facilitate anything in. So a lot of these people have both before, but also very much after joining the community, started adopting Butter. But it's just as much just to kind of make this discipline of facilitation the absolute focus of this community. And we see that in a lot of different ways, like... As I mentioned, people from all kinds of uh, all, all different kinds of backgrounds uh, are in the community. People who didn't even self-identify as facilitators before are in the community, and uh, they post about everything that is related to to facilitation. Many of them become great butter users, but they've also very much helped us build butter into what it is today because they give a lot of inputs on hey, how do you build a platform that is best for facilitation? You have this great, great YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And I think every week or twice a week, like you said before, someone is giving workshops mm -hmm. and it can be anyone, I guess. You just have to send a proposal and say, hey, I would make a workshop. Yeah. So we started out the concept of butter mixers, as they're called, I think a year and a half ago or a year ago, something like that. And the idea there was to allow people to do workshops in Butter and kind of to learn about Butter by seeing how it's used in an active workshop, but also to kind of spread the word on different types of workshops and different types of facilitation that you can do. In the beginning, we, we took in the first kind of list of people that wanted to be part of doing these Butter Mixers. And I think today we've got like three months waiting list on wow. hosting a, a, a Butter Mixer. So it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's become quite the uh, quite yeah. success. I think. I think it's also a good possibility for someone who is maybe quite new in facilitation to try and uh, to have uh, the first or second workshop in this community, I guess. Is it possible to do that? Uh, yeah, I think it is possible. And, and, and we're also doing other things and simply the butter mixers. We are doing a lot of different types of events in the community. And honestly, we want to make sure that the community members are the heroes, that they are the ones who uh, host many of these events. We've also got not just the butter mixer, we've got things like the, the sandbox event, which is also running, I think, on a weekly basis. We've got a lot of these different types of events that you can volunteer to do in the community. And it is very much, as you say, a, a safe space to either train uh, your skill or hone your skill in facilitation or yeah. to get started with it. All these person who are meeting uh, remote, maybe one time we'll meet all together. Oh, that would be beautiful. <laughs> I would love to have an in-person event. Uh, it's not something that's in the cards at the moment. Um, 
I think there's a beauty in having people from so many countries, from so many uh, types of experience, all kind of gathered in one community. And I, I don't want to create any second, like, like first yeah. and second tier members of the community based on where mm-hmm. they are based in the world. So if we are to do, or I think when we are to do such an event, we'd have to be smart about how we do it. Uh, but for now, and I'd love, but I'd love to do it. Uh, uh, it's just not okay, something that's okay. <laughs> If you'd like to join me for a podcast episode or discuss the challenges you face at work and how I can help, book a free call or send me an email. All the contact information is in the show notes. And why do you think facilitation is an important skill or a more and more important skill since the last three years? I think firstly, I'd say that facilitation has always been an incredibly important skill. I think it's been an extremely underrated skill because people have said, oh yeah, it kind of works. Uh, I can kind of do these things without facilitation. But honestly, they haven't worked. I think the reason why we today have a lot of Uh, hate on meetings, like a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to do this meeting or, oh, I have way too many meetings. That is because they are people who host those meetings. They are not well-versed enough Mm -hmm. in facilitation. It's happened over decades and decades of of way too many meetings. I think facilitation in many ways is a skill where that doesn't just happen during the session. It's something about both the preparation and the post-session stuff. So it's, it's a skill that really allows you to facilitate the best possible connections and collaboration between people. The reason why I think it's becoming more and more important is because as people move more towards a remote or a hybrid world, these flaws of the past are becoming yeah. more clear. So the fact that things didn't work in the past, you could kind of gloss over it or you could kind of accept it because you'd be sitting in the meeting and it'd be kind of nice and you were drinking coffee anyways and you know the day was going by and that was nice, right? But in a remote world, you don't want to jump on a video call and sit in a meeting that is not properly facilitated, where it's almost impossible for you to break through. People cannot read the mimicry or the, the nonverbal cues of each other. So facilitation becomes so much more important when you have when you're running remote organizations or have remote meetings. And that's, of course, the same thing with hybrid. As, as soon as one person is remote, then in many ways, everyone's remote or you need to properly facilitate the event as remote. And that means that if where you in the past could have just gone through a meeting, kind of gotten okay through it without having strong facilitation skills, I do not believe that you can run any remote meetings very well without having solid facilitation yeah. skills, which means If you're a people manager, if you're a project manager, like regardless, as long as you're running any kinds of meetings or collaboration with people remotely, then you need solid facilitation yeah, skills. Yeah, it's true. You learn to be a manager. You learn to make controlling of a project. You learn to make some negotiation, but nobody learn at school or in the new university to facilitate something. And it's super important. And that's why I think that People who are trained in that discipline, who have run workshops or facilitated in the past, that they in many ways are the heroes of this remote work world uh, because they're the ones who have learned the skill in a good way and they're the ones that need to teach such a large part of the world how yeah, to facilitate. And they that. are the ones who are asking themselves, I'm inviting 10 people in a room. What is the goal? 
and what do we want to have at the end? What are the outcomes? So it will change the world. Yes, sure. Facilitation <laughs> will change the world. <laughs> and butter will change the world of the facilitators. Butter will at least make it much easier to yeah. be a facilitator. <laughs> but, but that's also what, that, that's very much what I believe. And that's why I think that, I mean, when we started butter, I had this question often like, oh, so you're doing facility, like you're doing for workshops and trainings. Is that big enough? You know, is there enough of this? And it's like, look, a lot of stuff is workshops and facilities and, and trainings these days. And facilitation has got to be such a generic skill uh, that if we, if we build for facilitation, then butter will be part of, of changing uh, how people yeah. collaborate. Remotely. And how to integrate collaborative, facilitative collaboration work in the future. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jakob. I, it's, re it's really nice to talk to you. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a lot of fun, Natsi. <laughs> and thanks for all the good questions. It's so cool. So it's good to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> so thank you very much. What do we have to expect for 2023? Will there be new features, new things coming out? So much, so much cool <laughs> stuff coming out. I think one of the things I'm most uh, excited about now is uh, our templates. So one of the big, big ways of making facilitation more accessible is is allowing people to share their, you know, the best ways of doing icebreakers or their top agendas for uh, uh, design sprint workshops or. Um, best music playlists or whatever design for mirror all of these things right so so we're uh, we're building out a what we call like a full template library or template universe uh where we are sharing a lot of the best practice uh best practice templates uh that that can be utilized and all of these are are launching already here in in january with like really cool icebreakers and uh you know great polls and, and mood and all of these different things so i'm, I'm very excited about how kind of where, oh, where nice. that goes um Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I wish you a very good start in this new year with Butter, with the community, and uh, and also for you personally. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nancy. And thanks for being part of the Butter community as You're well. You're welcome. I'm thankful. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I hope this episode has inspired you to discover the Butter platform, the tools, the community, and also the YouTube channel. There's a giveaway for listeners of the podcast, so if you want to take advantage of this special offer, there's a 30% discount on Butter's annual plans using the code NATI30 at checkout. You can find the code in the show notes as all the link so you can get in touch with Jacob or with Anna Maria, the Butter Community Manager, but also links to Butter, the Butter Community and the YouTube channel. In the next episode, I welcome Manuel Grasla, a play planner and play thinker who teaches people, teams and organizations to play again. He is, among other things, a trainer for the Lego Sayers Play methodology and it was a great pleasure to talk to him about the difference between game and play, what playful thinking means and how to get participants on board with playful thinking. Until the next episode, I wish you happiness, health and success. Au revoir.